This is a Rooster Teeth production. In 2011, a man received an email from his friend simply saying, I'm watching. What made matters unsettling here is that his friend had passed away months prior. Today, we're going to discuss the fact and fiction behind the Jack Freese emails. This is Red Web. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Red Web. I'm Trevor Collins, and with me, as always, is Alfredo Diaz, bringing in the gut check, coming in blind, reacting to the mystery at hand, which is today, the Jack Freese emails, F-R-O-E-S-E. I hope I'm pronouncing that properly, but that's, how I've, so. that's how I've always heard it. Jack Freese. I don't like this. What's wrong? I don't like this one bit. No? No, because this is the stuff that I like briefly mentioned in previous episodes, uh-huh. where like ghosts and ghouls and shit... <laughs> All right, ghouls. <laughs> ghouls. <laughs> this is my ghoul friend. <laughs> They're gonna start adapting with like tech, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, if, absolutely. If I was to pass away, sure, and I could like, I don't know. I'd expect s- a friendly message from the great beyond. Like, you know what I mean? How's it? How's it going up there? I'd, what do you see? I'd be bored. I'd try and fix your dead <laughs> pixel or something like that. Oh, too. <laughs> snap! You're gonna save me five hundo on a new monitor. Start, you're gonna fix my I dead s- pixel. I start messing with tech, <laughs> right? Not in a fair. I'll bring it back. Not nefarious. in a nefarious way, but like, you know, not everyone's gonna not do that. Some people are gonna be malicious or something. Uh-huh. But like, like they're gonna add dead pixels. You know? Yeah. Oh god, that sucks. Oh my god! Start changing your DPI in the middle of a match. Oh that my sucks. god! <laughs> Wait a minute! All the really little <laughs> somebody life check Alfredo. I, I, my computer's messing up. Is he, is he haunting it? But um, like the fact that like I don't know. I would say if this were to happen to me, I would be more confused than anything. Oh, absolutely! Just because like if this is a thing that's starting to happen, or this is what 2011. Yeah. But if this, you know, if this is a new not to believe in ghosts there's a new ghost type of like the next frontier next frontier (laughs) we're like right at the beginning of it so we're the ones that would be experiencing it as like the preliminary wave Mm -hmm. right so i'd be more confused now granted if this is a thing that continues again not saying i believe in ghosts and like like 50 years from now people might be like Oh no, I'm you know new age down the line. Mm-hmm. The young young bloods might right. be like, oh, I'm so terrified, I'm so scared. Right. Ghosts now mess with tech. We've known this for years. Like remember when they just used to walk the halls and creak a door or two? Dude, that's what I'm saying. Now they're now they're futzing with my emails and shit. Yeah, yeah. This one is super interesting. I've known about this one for quite some time. It's definitely on the shorter side because I'll I'll be honest. We are preparing. This episode came out last week, so it's a little shout out to our Halloween special. But we are preparing now. We are uh, just on the cusp of going to our destination for... Oh, I see Christian's face shaking his head. I see Alfredo shaking bro. his head. I'm super excited it's until I get in the throes good. of it. It's um, not good. I don't want to tease too much, but if, if again, if you like ghosts and you want us to get hands-on just for one special episode... You like ghosts. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Are you kidding me? Here's the thing. You the like audience, goose? <laughs> you like goose? The audience, the task force, they have the privilege of being able to like dabble. They can like listen to us in broad daylight, though the podcast does come out at like 3 a.m. Central Time. 2 a.m. 2 a.m., yeah. excuse me. Uh, not the witching hour just yet. Um, 
But yeah, so if you haven't checked that episode out, I encourage you to do so. Uh, it has a visual component as well. So if you prefer to watch this one in particular, you can over on our YouTube channel dot com slash Red Web Pod. You know, Christian, I gotta call up like five different priests, bro. Just bless the shit out of us. You're gonna bring some sage. You're gonna like bring some incense and bring stuff. Bring some salt. Oh, I, I have salt in my my go bag. I'm ready. What if what if that's <laughs> what we do? We water. literally ghost bust. We go to all the most haunted places in the United States and cleanse them, killing all ghost tourism at these locations. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this Dude, is this was once the most haunted location <laughs> in Texas, but now everyone loves it. Kids are playing, flowers are growing, the trees bloom, and the birds are back. Could you imagine the people that run those places? If we just yeah. show up, they go, no, 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 <laughs> they're here, they're here. He's bringing the sage. It's time. <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're both nodding our heads, walking up. Shh, that it's gonna be okay. Side side story, real quick. That reminds me that like you know, uh, I was hanging out with uh, Jackie. We we're in a pool, mm -hmm. and you know. We're, we're your girlfriend, uh, my, yeah, Jackie, my girlfriend, hanging out of the pool. We're with Gavin Meg. We're just uh, Jackie was talking about how she was adopted and she doesn't know she's uh, oh, that um, you know, when her mom got her from the Ukraine, she didn't know she was baptized or not. And you're not supposed to get baptized twice because Ooh, yeah. it's like really bad, apparently. You get baptized once, good, you get baptized second time, very bad. What about three times? I don't know. Is it like an even odds kind of situation? So that is the I thing. don't know. Jackie's mom was taking her to you know different like uh, priests and stuff, and since she didn't know her mom if she was baptized or not, the priest uh -huh. would be like, "I I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna mm -hmm. baptize the baby. Could be baptized a second time." So I spent you know after Jackie said that story, I spent the next like hour hour and a half in the pool just randomly during conversations taking a little dab of water and then just bless <laughs> and blessing her like <laughs> just a cross on her forehead and i was like I was, and i just kept going uh, that should do it and then like like two minutes later mid-conversation just like not even bring attention to it just subtle just like dab of water just like nah i didn't feel good about that last right one. right it's, it's like a 10 minute booster I just kept, you know? I just kept every now and then you got a little I just it, kept blessing her mid-conversation like every Every couple minutes. <laughs> I don't know. You might have cursed her now. Like too many, too I many no this clue. Is too many that's. I have no idea. <laughs> you, you might have opened up some doors <laughs> that you are unfamiliar with, friend. But uh, without further ado, why don't we dive into uh, the Jack Freeze emails and explore them a little bit? Because, you know, we have a friend here who, who passed away, sent an email on to, to another friend of his. So let's explore that. So Tim Hart, while scrolling through his emails back in November of 2011, he saw a familiar name come through his email inbox as the sender. Obviously, now you know Jack Freese was that person, one of his best friends for over 17 years. They grew up together. They had known each other for many, many years, obviously. So this was very strange because he had just passed away. He read the subject of the email, which said, quote, I'm watching. As simple as that. This was very shocking because this was five months after, five months, a very odd amount of time, uh, after Jack Freese had passed away. When talking about this situation with BBC, who has since reported on this, Tim is quoted as saying, I turned ghost white when I read it. Obviously, this is not something that he was anticipating. This is not something that he was planning for or expecting in any way. And when reading the email, the body of the email said it had three sentences. It went, quote, did you hear me? I'm at your house. Clean your fucking attic, end quote. So what do you do if you get an email like this from someone who you knew for years? Let's talk Tim Gettys, for example, of Kind of Funny. Yeah. I know you both grew up together. 
friends for long time almost friends. 15 years at this point. Right. Um, I mean, that's my boy. You know what I'm saying? And also, if I see an email like that, first thing I'm thinking, one, not scared, weird. Yes. Um, two, is this like a hack or something like that? Three, family member, um, brother. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'd be like, maybe it's Tim's brother messing with me or something right. like that. Because, you know, I'm close to Tim's brother as well. And then from there, I'd be like, well, sh- this is real. It's just Tim. Yeah, you're also, like, what's up? Also, <laughs> telling me to clean my attic. Like, it's yeah. not like I'm going to gut you like a fish. Right, you know what right. I mean? Like, what's it's like? It, it has some detail in it. I mean, and it's open for interpretation because you have these three basic sentences. But I want to jump back just for a hot second to give a little bit of background on Jack in particular. Because he was only 32 years old when he passed away from heart arrhythmia, which is something that can strike suddenly. It's Mm. not something that you can always see coming. It's not something that you can anticipate. Not every time, right? I'm not a doctor. I don't know much about that. Right. But from my understanding. But heart arrhythmia is essentially an improper or irregular heartbeat. And that was on June 10th, 2011, to be precise. Now, Jack was obviously a good friend of Tim, and they were known to be sarcastic. They were a jokester. Uh, and they typically had a, a funny quip to come back with anything. Yeah, especially if it's something like that. If that's the friendship, that's the mm-hmm. relationship. I, I like. I don't know. Then again, I've seen movies like The Conjuring, so like it could be some kind of like demon trying to like pass right. as a friend, and then you end up inviting it because. Mm-hmm. You know, split second thought. I was like, "Yo, Tim's just chilling in the afterlife, hanging out. Let me turn on the TV, leave it on for him. Right, I'll put or, the staticky, t- yeah. you know, the old HBO scratchy HBO on, yeah. and you just like use that to talk to me or something. Use that to talk to me. I throw on some of your shows. Here's yeah. the switch. I knew you like. I know you love Nintendo. Here's the switch. Like it's on. You know what I mean? But then again, I could be inviting someone pretending to be exactly. That's the old Ouija board thing. You don't leave the board mm-hmm. without saying goodbye. And if something ever talks to you, you don't speak to it directly. Well, I guess in the moment, Tim is kind of caught up on, you know, the whole situation. Based on the his knowledge of his friend, it just, it feels very much like his friend, especially, and I'll go into the attic piece here in a bit. So he responds to this email. He doesn't ever clarify what he said or what was said because it was more private, but he never got a response is what's important. He emailed back and nothing came back from that. There wasn't a back and forth or anything happening. But when it comes to the attic, the reason why that kind of stood out to Tim was because shortly before his death, Jack was at Tim's house where he visited very often. Obviously, I established they're very longtime friends. But during Jack's second to last time, not his most recent time at the house, apparently, but the second to last time, they were surveying Tim's attic. And they were discussing how they might renovate it, how they might finish it out, how they're going to clean it up and make it into a livable, usable space rather than an old, dusty storage bin for God knows what, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's over there at the house and Jack is teasing Tim for essentially how filthy, how dirty and how unusable that attic is. And Jack had even joked as far as to say, Tim, if you don't clean it, he says, I will have to come over here and clean it myself. Specifically saying, quote, better clean this attic before I get up there. So I'm sure it's just like in jest, right? Good friends. But he's encouraging him to use all the space of his house, right? You know, real estate's expensive. But uh, Tim wasn't the only person who ended up receiving an email from Jack Freese after his passing, which is interesting. So going back to this email, whoever sent it kind of knew about that conversation that they had had privately about the attic. That or they just stumbled upon it or somehow found out about it or whatever. So that's interesting. Mm. Or someone's a liar. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm. Or you got... 
a boys type situation. Yeah. I was living in the walls. Whoa. You're talking about uh is it just the boys? Is that the I think movie? it's called The Boys. No, that's okay. So I meant to say at the top of the episode, I talked to Christian Pryor and I was like, I scribbled down in my head a couple of was movie that, titles. Was that one of the it was not that movie. I was not expecting a boy in the wall. No. I, I wrote down some movies in my head to be like, all right, I'm gonna get some points now. You know, if he, like if he drops the movie titles I'm thinking of ahead of time. This? The issue is he's going modern this time. We're gonna have to make a bingo board out of these. <laughs> who's yeah, to say? Who's to say it has to be? That's not a in. '90s film. It's just it's movies, not. period, people. Well, you had a long string of '90s. There was a lot there. of '90s for real. Oh, you yeah. went yeah. obscure '90s before you went to common sense modern. I mean, like some leaps of logic were taken. But like I said, you know, Tim wasn't the only person getting these emails. So this made it very strange because Jack's cousin, Jimmy McGraw, received an even stranger message. One would say eerier. On November 21st, the subject simply said, hey, Jim. And the email body read as follows, quote, how you doing? I knew you were going to break your ankle. Tried to warn you. Got to be careful. And then on a new line, almost as if to say something completely different, they said, tell rock for me. Great song, huh? You're welcome. Couldn't get through to him. His fucking email didn't work. And what? Basically, like whoever's sending this email, yeah, imagining whether it's Jack or otherwise, uh, it was trying to email a handful of people: friend, cousin, and another person named Rock. This Rock Weird. person must have been in a band, or yeah. you know, because he's complimenting this song. He's basically yeah. saying like, "Hey, carry this message on for me." That's I couldn't get stuff. through to his email because it kept bouncing back to me. Or just wasn't working. That's eerie. Mm-hmm. The fact that like, yeah, okay, one person's being contacted. Now there's a whole line of, there's a whole chain of people. Yep. I mean, also just in a group message. Right. A little aim chat, just, a little group. Tag everyone in. <laughs> just go down the list, you know, like a, a group of people get an email yeah. from someone who's passed on. They go, Alfredo, this, Trevor, this, Christian, that. And then That'd send. be weird. Um... That just makes it weirder for me, less than scary. Uh huh. And maybe because, again, you know, this is the beginning of this type of stuff. Right. Where I'm just like, ghosts don't do this. Someone's doing this. Like, who sent one email? Okay. But now we're going down the list. Mm hmm. I want to know, like, it's who just very- all got these emails? Yeah. Because apparently a few other friends of Jack Freese also received posthumous emails from him. But these other groupings we don't know much about because they yeah. withheld that information and they kept it private. But yeah, it's only been five months, too. So I don't think that Google would release the email like even remotely soon mm-hmm. if they did. Like, right. I, right. It's as far not as like, they're aware, someone's still holding it exactly. and just sitting on it. Yeah. It's not like this email has been sat on for 20 years and it's like, was this released? Right. And then just so hap- happenstance that like, you know, right. the person knew about this. Um, that'd be so random. But I'm just trying to think from like any other angle. I mean, technically, like if you have the person's mobile device, it'll, uh a computer is open, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you have access to the email. Like it's Absolutely. Yeah, someone's personal computer. Or, right, it's 2011. You got someone's BlackBerry. Yeah. You know, it's not like face recognized or thumbprint or anything at that point, I don't right. think. So, like, you just tap on in there. Maybe yeah. it's just always unlocked. And also, it was sudden. So, who's to say that, like, I mean, it's, again, it's sudden, right? So, like, their main home office computer 
probably isn't mm-hmm. turned off or something. You know? Right. Ooh, dang. They didn't plan, right? Because like didn't it clear a, his cookies. Yeah, you gotta clear your Ooh, cookies. We just put it, to, put it to sleep. When mom comes so. in and <laughs> says, "What have you been searching, Jack?" Uh, here we go. Oh, red web. Huh? <laughs> oh, nice. T- Ten years too soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely weird um, because there's a lot of like reasonable explanations you could have for this thus far. I think yeah. what really stands out to me is that there's a consistency here between Jack and close friends and close family members. And within these emails, there tend to be inside jokes. There tend to be information that only the two would know. That's true. I kind of like... Like the friends that receive these emails, they, they, they didn't say much about what was in them, but they did clarify that there's personal information in these emails that only themselves personally and Jack Freese would know. This is conversations that they had had jokes that they had had or whatever so either on on one hand we have somebody who is hacked in and knows a lot of jack freese's personal relationships and information maybe someone's got his diary which could be true like somebody could he could have a diary that's true right next to his computer and as you were saying if all the passwords are just sat unlocked because he passed away like unfortunately just suddenly just trying to make sense of it exactly yeah it it does make it I mean, I keep saying weird, but it's very strange that, yeah. like, it's all stuff that, like, that's, like, personal things that mm-hmm. no one else would really know. Because then from there, I, I'm trying to think of other things, like a journal that'd be left around right? that they would know about. But yeah, those maybe. are, like, the pieces of detail that, I mean, maybe, Christian, while while we're recording, see if you can't. Maybe try to find, scrounge up some more information on things like a journal or, or anything. Because, like, this is like... Calendar, maybe? This or? is slightly deeper than the story that I've always been familiar with. There's a little bit more detail, but it's like... It, I feel like there's something else that's not being known about that would help provide clarity to maybe yeah. what's going on. If, if you're going with like the, super, this, uh, the, the skeptical lens, right? Right. This person kept a really tidy Google calendar or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... We're about to dive into the theories, but um, before we do, one of the weirder pieces of information with regards to Jack's cousin and his email about the broken ankle and saying that, hey, I was trying to warn you. I don't know if it was like something in the real world that he was trying to give him a sign or if it was he was trying to send him emails prior, but Jimmy had broken his ankle way after Jack had passed away and only a week prior to this email coming in. And so if you're the skeptic, you're saying, okay, then there's someone who's really monitoring these close relationships and following up on them as if to be this Jack. Or it is going to say that Jack is presently around, watching over his friends, communicating with them through his email or what have you. Right. And then that's how he knows about this broken ankle. I think that's what makes this one in particular strange. And like, man, if he sent that email and then the ankle broke, that would have been a trip. That would have been really weird. Yeah. But I think, you know, just trying to put myself in their shoes, you know, I don't think the skeptic comes to the forefront first. I think the fact that you have this intimate relationship with somebody and you have their name freshly in your inbox, knowing that they had passed away and you have just a couple blurbs of inside information into your relationship. Yeah. That alone, ghost or otherwise, is already very unnerving. I mean, if it, if you know it was meant to be, like if it was something between you and I, right. and I read it, but you had been gone, or it came from another source, I would have been like, one, 
this is weird on a supernatural level or mm -hmm. two this is even weirder on a there's like someone watching a, a voyeur me. somewhere yeah, out there exactly. you know what i mean like either way deeply unsettling on the supernatural angle though like i find this so fascinating because you're right this i mean why you know if ghosts are real and they're and they're kicking around and they're possessing things talking through ouija boards showing up on like the gray lady on the stairs or whatever then why why wouldn't they enter exactly. the digital realm? Why wouldn't they interfere with that sort of stuff? They're turned on radios and TVs. Right. It's like, oh, all right. So they're evolving. They're learning. What's, what's that movie like Frequency or whatever? Or like there's there's white noise, which is a is a game. Hold on. Is it the signal? No, there's there's two movies that I'm thinking of. One has I like one was frequency It's like there's static on the TVs. And that's like they yeah. commune through that and enter our dimension through the static. And then there's another one where if you I mean, I think a ton of movies do that. Hear the signal. I just remember a guy melting into a wall, huh? Because he had heard the signal, and and then like someone's racing creepy. out of town, and they have their cell phone, and they're like, "Oh my God, it's on! It's pulling a signal. They can get to us." Because they the way they haunt is by staying in the airwaves. So they chuck the phone out the window by to prevent staying in the airwaves. Yeah, it's such a interesting. I'm gonna find that. Movie. The only frequency I can find is from 2000 with Dennis Quaid, but it was more of a more drama. of a drama than a horror yeah yeah because it was like talking to his like dead spouse i think his father and son oh yeah. father and son never mind i was off but yeah he was like talking to like dead loved ones white noise yeah it was white noise yeah okay white noise with uh seven percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> it's got michael Ooh. keaton it's from 2005 man that's why my memory's so foggy on it. it's half my life ago but in closing, I mean, like I said, this is a very brief story, but very interesting. This is something I wanted to cover for a while. You know, in closing on this, though, it's, it's very apparent that it's either Jack, if you want to believe that, or it's someone who wants to pass on some kind of information. So if you, if you believe in the supernatural, uh, it seems like Jack is trying to pass some sort of note along to their friends or forewarning when it comes to, like, you know, the broken ankle sort of situation. Yeah. By the way, the, however you want to slice it, it seems that someone's trying to send a message, whether from the great beyond, protecting friends, complimenting friends, or just looking after them, or on the other hand, someone who's very eerily just kind of checking in on friends and just trying to unsettle somebody. But there's a lot of theories that potentially answer what's going on here. Yeah, I'm very interested to, to see what the theories are all about on this one, mm -hmm. because like, I think the main wall that, that these theories are gonna have to break through is the fact that there's a lot of personal information it seems like a lot i mean on one hand we have an email with three simple sentences right and mostly just referencing the attic i mean it could be one of those situations where the emails are just landing on a topic and whoever's receiving them is just extrapolating right when you when you hear from psychics who claim to talk to the dead you they usually put the feelers out and yeah. let the audience receive it and move yep. from there so they're like i'm picking up an m an mm like yeah. someone's someone's mom it's, it's or a name with an m it's never direct exactly and it's, so and so someone's yeah. like oh my mom passed away or oh my friend martha or, yeah. or a friend michael right and so then from there it's kind of leading the conversation so that could be happening here uh these are my own personal kind of like thoughts on the matter before we dive into the theories my, my thing about that though is just like that's such a shot in the dark to send one email to do that. True. Um, but it sounds like they hit a bunch of friends up, you know? And maybe we're only hearing about the ones that landed. Because we're not hearing all of them. 
That's, I mean, even then, that's a lot. That I mean, if you're just if you're just someone shooting through the dark, even if you land a couple of those, I'd be like, damn. An like, attic, a broken ankle. Well, that's kind of more retrospective. But the attic and the music piece are kind of like, yeah. they're a little, yeah, they're a little specific, you know? Yeah. I don't talk about attics very often. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, but also, like, the people who, like, if it didn't land, right, then I'd go, because you have to think at this point, I mean, if they don't know each other well, they know each other a little bit better because they're they have this whole email situation connecting them all. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I would assume there was a meeting, a gathering of them all, or they all talked about this at some point in time and, and reconnect to one another. And if it was someone that was just like, "Oh, hey, Fredo, like, you know." Let's go to the Ren Fair like we talked about one day. Yeah. I'd be like, I didn't talk about going to the Ren Fair with you. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, guys, like, they also, hit- you're dead. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. What the but hell, I, mom? But I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. But I'd be like, right. Trevor, like, you yeah. got something that was like nail on the head, but I got something that was just completely off. Yeah. Like, there's, I, there's... I would, I would bring that up. That's something I'd want to point out. Right. So, so a lot of this then leads me to believe that there's some sort of like, I don't know, on one hand, I find it so eerie, so unsettling, and I want to, you know, I always want to believe, I want to lean into the the truth that is being told or the supposed truth. But on the other hand, I can't help but feel like there's something within this that doesn't feel super right, right? Like, even if Jack goes home and has a little brother or whatever, and he mentions, oh yeah, I was just helping so-and-so, I helping Tim, you know, with his attic or whatever filthy place i mean i i'm sure something like that got out just enough that if a brother then sent an email he goes oh i i'll pick up on something that jack had mentioned and then send this to tim because that'll ooh that'll be eerie and then at some point you know when it gets reported on as being a ghost from a dead friend's email then whoever it was goes all right i'm out cut cut the chase or whatever like i i can't i don't want to get in trouble you know yeah at that point though i don't think they would necessarily come forward. Exactly. Because they'd be like, oh, this is a prank that went too far. If I just stop, then it stops. Yeah. But anyway. Well, before you get into the theories, I'll jump in. I don't have much info to give, but I have a little bit. Um, you were asking about a calendar or journal or anything like yeah. that. Couldn't find anything on that. The only thing I could see is that all the friends that received the emails said that um, they didn't believe that Jack had been hacked and that he had never shared his passwords with anyone. I did find info on who Rock supposedly was. Okay. After the BBC video started running, somebody by the name of Frank Freese began leaving YouTube comments. They said that they were Jack's cousin Frank and that their family calls them Rock. Uh, oh. The song in the, the message that Jimmy had received, he says, that's in, re- in reference to a song I wrote for him months after he died. I was having trouble finishing the song and Jack came to me in a dream. We sat down with guitars Whoa. and a bottle of whiskey and finished the song. The next day I woke up and played what you're playing in my dream. That's... Okay, that's really interesting. Even at least from a story perspective, that's yeah, really just from cool. a story perspective of like, but like he says, "You're welcome." Basically, like if you came to him in his dream, there's the yeah. "You're welcome," like for helping you finish it. But great song being as in like as in thanks, like uh, you made me this song post post humus. What is it? Posthumously. Posthumously. Yeah, I think that's the right pronunciation. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's really interesting. But diving into the theories, there's a couple that make sense, and I'm sure a lot of you in the task force kind of like thought of as we were going through. But what's interesting is that it's possible to send pre-sent emails 
There are many services that do this. There are email services that can email future you where you type out a message, you put in your email, and it will send it to you as, at a designated time sometime in the future. So that is a possibility here that Jack Fries may have prepared these emails before his death but the uh, thing is, and scheduled it was these or whatever. Sudden though. But, it, but if he had a sudden death, that is, that is a like problem. That, that is the issue. Mm -hmm. Like once you mention that, there was just a whole list of theories, right? Or just like pre-done, pre-recorded, et cetera, that just went out the window for me. Because mm -hmm. like, look, if I knew exactly when my life was going to end because, you know, a terminal illness or something like that, boy, would I prep a ton of stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? I'd have stuff prepped, um, you know, uh, emotional things, endearing things, pranks, all that kind of stuff. Like I'd set it the whole nine yards. But like, if it was sudden, that's a big like i don't know man that's a that's a big jump to think that like he just yeah. prepped these and then just suddenly passed away it just lined right. up like it's so weird because and even then it's not even a prank to prep an email to send to someone yeah like you know what I mean? like, like where's the joke there if for some reason you know he had insight into his health like situation maybe you know he he knew that something was up and so he planned a couple emails or whatever i i can see that with with his good friend Tim, because that email is like, I'm gonna poke fun at the fact that you're not gonna clean your attic. Right. And it's gonna be five months on. But but what about the music? What about the that song and the, and the yeah, ankle and, exactly. and then these other emails? How do, you, how do you prep that? Right, because those have subject matter that weren't relevant at the time of his unless, passing. Unless you unless. prepped that as well. Oh, you hired someone. You hired someone to, to Tanya Harding that. Tanya <laughs> Harding him right in the ankle. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dang. I'm just. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, the only other thing I had here on this particular theory is an example of somebody on the internet who did, in fact, receive a pretty emotional email from a loved one who had passed on. This was Reddit user Birdie underscore McSlurp, who... <laughs> I'm just like, pause. What? I got a really emotional email from my father, Mr. McSlurp. <laughs> I am Birdie, Birdie McSlurp. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to pause for a second. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, everybody, please. Uh, no, but um, Birdie McSlurp was, uh, but actually was shocked to receive an email, an emotional email from his father who had passed away two years prior. And they discovered that their father had known of the services from Future Me, which is just one of those services that will send an email to the future you. And instead they put their son's email in and I'm not going to dive too much into that, but um, it, it just goes to show, you know, if you want, you can you can search up Mr. McSlurp and uh, find yourself their story. But it just goes to show that you can receive unexpected emails from from beyond, especially if the person knows that their yeah. you know, their end is soon and they want to send a little thoughtful message as in like, you know, best of luck right. or I'm proud of you, that sort of stuff. Now. Another thing is there are services that, you know, instead of having a designated date, have, for lack of a better word, essentially a kill switch that sends you periodic emails to check on you to make ah. to so that way when you don't respond or you, you don't hit the engage, snooze button. Yeah, you snooze just... button on it. And so when you don't snooze, it then goes, okay, this person must have unfortunately passed away. We will now send out the emails that they had planned. But again, coming back to what you were saying, how does that address the ankle situation? How does that address things that didn't come to pass until many months after? Yeah. Also, like, not that this is a simple case by any means, but 
boy would it have been very confusing if there were other forms of communication that weren't emails. What do you mean, like a hologram? Like a like a <laughs> like R two D two rolls up in there and is like, mm-hmm. "Help us, Fredo Juan Kenobi." <laughs> that would be like, "We're going on an adventure." Clean your attic, Fredo Juan. <laughs> and they'd be like, "How the hell are you doing this?" <laughs> like a like. You know, I don't know, like the TV or the phone rings, like a text oh, message, like man. a text. You know, like the TV. This comes man on. went hologram, bro. <laughs> Started auto driving my Tesla. Like, what? oh, your your past friend could drive your car for you, dude. If if they can't, if they mess with like, okay, look, if they're messing with radios, TVs, emails, who's to say they don't like? essentially hack your electric vehicle like a tesla and then drive you to a destination like imagine if you got into your tesla and then like it drove you automatically to somewhere and it was like a grave or something yeah oh my god could you imagine like wait wait i'm trying to go to work why are you taking me into the cemetery wait my friend was here wait a minute that's my friend's grave. How'd like, you know? How do you do that? Yeah. Or it takes you to like your like an old home, like your old place of residence or a friend's old place yeah. of residence. You're like back to the scene, back to blind man. Yep. You're like, no. no. Yeah. That's that'd be that's wild. gonna happen. That's gonna happen. You think that's autopilot you're using now? Mm-mm. It's me. Even then, <laughs> even then, like you could. That's cheat. how I would. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: on the it's me. <laughs> it's Brittany. <laughs> it's Brittany. <laughs> now here's the thing: if if my phone rang and my TV came on, I'm Bolton. I've seen the ring. Okay, I've I've witnessed Michael Bolton. I've witnessed. <laughs> I've I'd Michael Bolton right out the door. <laughs> yeah. And uh, listen, I've seen the documentary series with yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller. Geller. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the ring. Wait, that's grudge. <laughs> Get lost in the movies. I don't have. I don't. I don't. I can't keep up to your speed, man. The ring is um, Naomi Watts, right? Yeah. And also a lot of other people because man, people can't stop watching VHS tapes from a weird <laughs> cabin in the woods. Yeah. You gotta stop. You... But yeah, I mean, like that. That would freak me out. I. I think an email. There's something peaceful and silent about it that I can just be like, nah. Close my laptop and yeah. everything's fine. I, a phone ringing or my phone buzzing constantly or a TV coming on or a screen changing wherever I am. No, nah, I can't handle that. That's mm, yeah. that's deeply unsettling. Yeah. I mean, I could take my laptop and just throw that thing outside. Right. I'm, like when your phone starts ringing, that's an important piece to have on you, mm-hmm. right? Just for security purposes too, safety purposes. But then also things like your also TV. Also Pokemon Go, you know, you got you to be catching you your go out there. Pikachu's you with the hats the, on. You, know, you got to be the very best. Right, no one ever was. ever was yeah, and exactly. just let it yeah. rip. Crossing um, streets, not looking, driving while you're playing. Yeah, you got to. Cut be, all that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Legal disclaimer, don't do that. <laughs> there you go. Now you can leave it. <laughs> um, but yeah, once you get to the point where you're leaving your house, it's just like, ah, oh, damn it. That's a major inconvenience. What do, you, what do you think is a haunting outside of maybe your phone? Because that's sticking with you or your car. Mm. What do you think is a, a, a like a haunting that can pursue you? Like. So when you step outside the house, like you feel like you can't escape it. You feel like you're doomed. Because like mean, you're in the house, your TV's all flickering, turning on, even though they're unplugged and that stuff. Like an it follows situation? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That sucked, dude. 
But the next theory, jumping well, back to Jack Freeze. Quick, oh, please, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys were kind of discounting the idea that he could have pre-sent these because the death was sudden. Yeah. True, uh, it is possible for, in his case, he did die suddenly. Yeah. But heart arrhythmia is a condition that you can have and be aware of. Gotcha. Yeah, See, that's what I wasn't is, sure about. Yeah, it's essentially just an irregular heartbeat. Exactly. And so okay. it's possible to live with it and treat it. Like, okay. I've had an irregular heartbeat before. Oh, my God. And so... Yeah. <laughs> don't send me emails. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> and that's more of just a business thing. I just don't like emails. <laughs> you got it. Um, so okay. it's possible that he, he had... He knew he had an arrhythmia. Gotcha. And there's... It's... The, the deaths can be sudden or if they go untreated, things okay. like that. So it still was sudden, but he could have known about his condition. Gotcha. He could have maybe worth. F- like felt at some point that maybe his condition was getting worse. Possibly. But yeah. the timing on that. True. Like, how do you True. time that out? I think the biggest wrinkle still to me is the fact, and, and again, you, you have to rely on the sources at play here. And, you, and for the sake of talking about this subject, you have to at least take a stance for the time being of, they're telling the truth, right? And so if you if you take that stance that they're telling the truth, that they are talking about this song, they are talking about a broken ankle, then, I mean, regardless of maybe him seeing this end coming and then planning these emails, it doesn't really, for me, address how he's specifically talking about events that hadn't passed for many months yet to come. So that's the oddest part to me, and that's what maybe grounds it more in reality so there's either the fact that they're not telling the truth, that they're exaggerating, or that they are, maybe it said something more like an accident is going to happen, and they attributed it to their ankle. You know, it's yeah. hard to know. And it's like, oh my God, how'd you know I had Taco Bell yesterday? Right. Something accident, something but... with an A is going to happen. You're like, yeah. my, ankle, ankle. Oh my God, my ankle. Yeah, right. you're like looking for it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's interesting. I don't know. You know, it's it's totally possible. You know, that maybe it was a pre-sent email in combination, in conjunction with Man, the some falsehoods being spread. I think maybe it could have been his last hurrah, the last prank, you know. Mm. What's up, Task Force? This is Trevor, as always, talking to you about a couple of housekeeping notes just about Red Web and everything. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed the Halloween special from last week. It is doing very well on our app, if I'm honest. And I'm just chuffed. I'm really happy that you guys are resonating with it because every new step we take, whether it be a new genre, a new realm, a new format, you guys always eat it up. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. For those of you who missed it or didn't have uh, the opportunity to see it, you can check it out on the Rooster Teeth app and website at roosterteeth.com. Also on our uh, our relatively new YouTube channel. Please subscribe if you want to listen to us there, youtube.com slash redwebpod. And uh, while I'm talking about these self-promotional things, we also have merch. If you want to go as far as to uh, give your friends or yourself some holiday gifts, I know the holiday season's coming up. We have store.roosterteeth.com. Lots of stuff coming on the Black Friday weekend. So keep your eye out for those things and those deals. But with that said, I want to talk about some of our fantastic sponsors. This episode of Red Web is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show, a podcast you should definitely check out since you are clearly a fan of high-quality, fascinating podcasts with interesting hosts, huh? Right? Uh, They definitely put that in the ad read, not just me. Uh, The show covers a wide range of fascinating topics uh, through weekly interviews with heavy-hitting guests. I recommend our listeners, that's you, Task Force, check out Jordan's Conversations with CoffeeZilla, a YouTuber who likes to expose guru scammers and everything like that. There's also an episode with Renee DiResta, 
who studies what turns ordinary people like you and I into conspiracy theorists. A very fascinating topic to say the least, and if you like this show, I think you're going to like those ones as well. But those episodes aside, there's an episode for everybody, no matter what you are into. So we really think you're going to love this show and you should check it out. There's just so much to talk about and so much to share in the Jordan Harbinger show. So go to jordanharbinger.com start for some episode recommendations or search the Jordan Harbinger show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode of Red Web is also sponsored by HelloFresh. The holidays will soon be here, and that means excellent food will be too. But you don't want to spend your time hunting down ingredients in the store or buying whole bottles of this, that, and the other. Something that you're only going to use once, right? Uh, Especially during the holiday seasons when it gets very busy. Well, that's what HelloFresh is for. They're going to send you fresh, pre-measured ingredients with delicious recipes to cook with the family, make yourself look like a chef, and have no waste while you do it. And as the fall transitions to winter, there's nothing better than cozying up with some comforting home-cooked meals, again, trying to show off to your parents that you can cook. I'm looking at you, Mom and Dad. That said, HelloFresh isn't just for meals. Their marketplace features a variety of add-ons for breakfast, desserts, seasonal snacks like Pillsbury pumpkin cookie dough, and everything like that. And thanks to HelloFresh, I've been able to use their product for the last couple weeks, and it is fantastic. It definitely makes me feel more comfortable in the kitchen. I can cook meals as an experience with my significant other, and they're always tasty. Every single time, even if I'm a picky eater, I know I'm going to enjoy what I'm making. And so it makes it easy that it shows up, and uh, they give me all the and it, all the instructions with pictures. Uh, so you can just look. You don't even have to read if you're so inclined. But uh, if you want to get some HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash RedWeb14 and use code RedWeb14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that's 14 free meals and three free gifts at HelloFresh.com slash RedWeb14 with code RedWeb14. And with all that said, let's dive right back into the inbox and explore this mystery. But with that said, why don't we segue nicely into the case that this could have been a cruel prank in order to scare Jack's friends, whether it was Jack themselves or someone that knew Jack or someone that just happened to know about these folks and happened to come across Jack's email. That's true. Like, Jack could have been like, um, you know, I have this condition. If things were ever to go sideways, Mm -hmm. right? Like, for example, if I was like, oh, man, I have this, you know, this heart condition and things were good. And I just like went over to Michael and I'm just like, yo, Michael, like co-worker of ours. Mm-hmm. Like anything happens, like send these to like Trevor and right. Christian, you know, like mess with them. You know yeah, I mean? like, like is there some sort of weird clause in his will yeah. that's like I update this annually with the most recent details that I know. Yeah. But also throw in some like current information so that way I, they know I'm still there and they're like freaking out. I would I would have it send you guys a VHS tape and then oh it would God. just be like Hello, Red Web. <laughs> Very <laughs> spiral. <laughs> spiral. That's what Hello, that's what the new by the Red Web Spiral is the spinoff or saw it. That's what the new jigsaw sounds like. Yeah. Hello, detective. <laughs> I was like, dude, when we watched that movie, I was like what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's no was way. Weird. Because like, I was so hoping, okay, that movie was way more gruesome than all the other Saw movies yeah, and, and let me down door. way more too. It just yeah. like, it. I don't know, maybe, maybe I look back with rose colored lenses or whatever, but it, it may, or maybe it was just that voice, but like not to have the, 
I want to play a game. Like that, like deep. Yeah. It uh, didn't have to be. Billy on. the Clown or whatever he's called. Uh, that puppet voice, but instead yeah. of... Yeah. It didn't have to be menacing. It didn't have to be... Are just, you scared? <laughs> you will be. For years, you have told lies. <laughs> no, I, was like, I was like... I was like... Uh, what the hell, dude? dude? I couldn't, dude. bro. I could not. <laughs> For years, you have told lies. Um, Mom? <laughs> like, what, what, like, what is that? Hello? <laughs> you have the wrong number, Clay. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, wow. Yeah, no, that it was weird. But uh, but coming back to the idea that this is a prank, you know, like, the whole detective. I don't know. Like, it definitely is possible. There's, It definitely seems so far like the most plausible because there's this conflation between, like, inside knowledge and inside jokes yeah. and current events happening and 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 I, it's worth saying here you know tim and jimmy claimed that they had asked many of their friends if they had known jack's password if in order to do this or who might have the knowledge to do this and they're yeah. like no no one like you know jack wasn't giving out his password but here's the thing i don't know if christian or alfredo if you guys have lost your passwords i i don't know yeah you know i i, I would trust that neither of you would be flippant with your privacy but also, who am I to know that? You know I mean, mm -hmm. so it's it's hard to know. It really is. It's just I think there's not a whole lot of information around it, but it does try to address all the kind of plot holes, as it were, uh, on this particular yeah. one. I mean, you need a theory that really connects, right? The emails with all the personal stuff, and this this theory does that. Yeah, and you'd like to think it's not that simple but like as a skeptic this makes sense to me it makes the most sense yeah it definitely feels like just a family member or a cl another close friend or just someone because clearly this person had a lot of close relationships with mm -hmm. their cousins but also you know some friends and i'm sure whether you had inside jokes or not i'm sure there's enough within there enough through the conversation in the grapevine to pick up on some buzzwords that would trigger stories so like if i say how's the attic, you know, because all I know is that you guys were talking about the attic or looking at the attic or whatever. I'm ignoring all detail. I'm hitting you with the buzzword attic. And that's kind of relying on you, Tim, the receiver of this email from a dead friend. You are now spackling in all the detail. Oh, we, we talked about cleaning. He went up there. We talked about it. He looked at it, whatever. Yeah, but you need to know that. But that's Even the thing. Like, like I feel like, you know, we pick up on buzzwords. Like I'm, I know I'm trying to think of an example, but like, I guess I know a lot about like how you're looking into Pokemon cards. Yeah. And so like I could plan an email or or probably someone that doesn't even know us at all, but knows that you are kind of in that yeah. circle could plan an email. And if they just kind of scratch the surface of Pokemon cards, you might fill in the gap with like, did you find your favorite Pokemon? You might fill in the right. gap. Oh my God, the alt art Umbreon reaching for the moon. Like I've been looking great, for that. Great card. But the email doesn't say that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, but that's the kind of. Wouldn't that be them talking about cleaning their living space as opposed to the attic? I feel like the attic is the very specific thing. Yeah. You know I, what I'm I can saying? see that. It's like, oh, because if it was that, to me, it'd be like, oh, clean your house. And you'd be right. like, oh my God, we talked about my attic, right? Right. But like, I mean, maybe there's a ton of attics in, was it Pennsylvania? Maybe there's a ton of attics there, right? But like, and, and that yeah. was the and that was the shot. Like I'm kind of yeah, it's you know, it's totally possible shooting back and forth with right. this. But like the whole cleaning aspect would be 
the the broad stroke yeah and then the attic would be like the you reaching for it the, the connection that makes sense i can see that for, for me i guess in my head i've built up this this scenario where you know jack freese is this is five months prior obviously mm -hmm. and he's like hey i'm gonna go over to tim's place we're gonna check out his attic and see if we can find whatever and so like boom all you have is that that core word yeah so you can like oh what was the last kind of thing they did i can reflect back on that i don't remember what they did or why they did it i yeah, just know attic sure. was in play like that's again i you know i'm just conjuring then, up this imagination but, attic like yeah granted like that that would be it does, it does say clean your fucking attic that's yeah. to quote the email which so like which to me like if you're like attic three things i'd be like okay storage cleaning scary or something like that right yeah. like it'd be one of the things that would be right. the top on the top of my list but so i mean it, again you, you're nailing specifically the attic and then you're nailing specifically cleaning right well i guess this all comes back to the idea of trust and believing in yeah the witnesses here because coming That's back to true. tim that could be what the email says but coming back to tim he's now regaling a tale of the penultimate time that Jack was at the house the second to last time. And he is quoted as saying, better clean this attic before I get up there and do it myself, right? So, you know, do you trust Tim and that that's what actually happened? Do, I can uh, see now I can imagine another scenario where where Tim is sitting there going like, okay, it wasn't the last time that he came over. It was it was like maybe the time before that. So, you, yeah. so then the BBC is like, okay, so the second to last time he was over there. And Tim's just like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then it just kind of materialized. Like, I don't know because then you got to start asking questions on motive, you know. That's true. Attention, also, goofs. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, no, you could paint this on, on a lot of these different like episodes, um, which is why I don't say it often. But like, is it real? You know, right? Was it, was it just like, hey, this would be an entertaining story, right? And then it got picked up, and that's yeah. kind of where it was because it seems like. After that, it just really fizzled out. Like, mm -hmm. not fizzled. I mean, it just stopped completely. Right. I mean, that, it wasn't that even like a slow burn. It was like these emails were sent and that was it. That was right. done. Yeah. I mean, it kind of does remind me of the restricted caller, right? We did an episode yeah. on the restricted stalker, right. uh, which was kind of like this, but like through the phone, as you were kind of talking about. I thought it was the daughter, right? The authorities. Yeah. yeah. Or just, or at least someone else in the family, but the, th right. the authorities were stuck on the daughter. And, um, and that had more information to go off of some more concrete details to go off of. And it wasn't about someone who had passed away. It was just an unknown. Yep. And then that one also ended suddenly. So, you know, if it was a prank, it does stand to reason, and we talked about it in that episode, that whoever's doing the pranking, it might have gotten so deep or gotten so yeah. broad in the publications that um, they're Ooh. like, I got to stop. Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm starting to mess with something. I don't fully know where it's going to go. Yeah. As a ghost, you don't go, oh, man, this hit the papers. Like, oh, I got to back off. Right. Well, that's another that's another point for the pre-sent emails thing, too, is that if they were sent out prior and they weren't getting responses back, it could be that they were planned. But if, if they're pre-sent emails from a service, would it come from their personal email or would it come from the service, right? Would it say jackfreese at futureme.com? I mean, I guess like it that. depends on the service, right? Yeah. Like more than likely these services would like to have a tag on it somewhere, right? Yeah. Like futureme.com, you know, right. somewhere on there. Um, but who's to say that there's not like I'm assuming there's a handful of these services and who say there isn't at least one out there that's just like, hey, we don't leave like 
any advertising on it. Mm-hmm. Or we have a premium charge to not leave a watermark on it or something like that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Pranking definitely stands out to me, but I feel like there's Same. so many holes. It's it's hard. Like the skeptic in me is definitely like, okay, there's there's someone pranking. That's definitely what's happening. But like, but it's also so eerie that the believer in me is struggling to like, you know, I'm 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 paddling back and forth a little bit. Yeah, it's the personal stuff that will, you know, that kind of makes me go, oh man, like what if, you know? And I don't know. Like, this is definitely like weird very like it's very just it's, it's an awkward i would say kind of like just situation altogether. you get one little email from someone that passed away and then that was it mm-hmm. like if if this were something that was real and this happened and it's not like a prank i'd just be for the rest of my life just like am i gonna get a text one day am i gonna yeah. get an email another like, day like respond dude yeah like hey i'm here like Let's figure this out. Yeah. And I imagine, you know, again, if you like, take you the stance of, that? yeah, how do you sit with that? But also like if you take the stance of believing in this too, and someone could make that connection to the, to this plane of existence from there, wherever via email, via email why, why wouldn't they keep doing it? You that, know, that's, that's why wouldn't thing. anybody else do it? That's the thing for me or the, just the skeptic, right? Like, why would it stop? Like, yeah, it very much seemed like. Maybe they, they were the anomaly in the Matrix. It just <sighs> look. <laughs> I mean, they could be, but like, I don't know. I just like it. It just stops right there. It seemed like yeah. they had a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Like this is, you know, there wasn't anything bad between anybody, and so why would it stop? Yeah, I I want to segue into the next theory, but my last thought on this before you know we get too far off track is like. At the end of the day, it seems like people are willing to get attention until the water gets too hot. I mean, yeah. I think at some point this kind of has the smell of lies or misleadings or falsehoods of some yeah. of some form. Not malicious in any way, maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. I'm not saying necessarily malicious, but instead that someone's not telling the full truth and then yeah. it gets so far. I mean, it's on BBC, right? Yeah. So it gets far enough that whoever is at the center of this is like, I'm hands off. Look. It it's could be just, it could be real, it could be prank, could be it, hack. It's just just a lobster in the water. And we all love being in the water. But when the water ends up being a cooking pot and it starts to boil, you want to get out. I don't think the lobsters know. That's why you bring it up to a boil while they're in there. But That's I appreciate the long analogy. <laughs> <laughs> it is hacked is the kind of next uh most popular theory. I mean yeah. and it kind of goes hand in hand with this being a prank, but instead of it being a prank from this friend group, it just kind of extrapolates the idea of, well, maybe someone got into Jack Freese's email after the fact, you know, and this person could be a friend. So it could be a hack prank, a prack, you know, but, um, don't like that. <laughs> a prack. Or maybe it's just one of those Hanks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but you know, regardless of who it's totally possible that a friend got in there or someone random yeah. or just a family member. Yep. Obviously, this would likely have to be someone who was close because of the broken ankle, the music, the kind of the mm-hmm. inside knowledge that this person had. But it's strange that they only sent these messages and nothing else ever again. They didn't respond. They didn't continue to uh, build on any narrative or pull on any threads or anything. But again, I have to say, like, they're getting into hot water pretty quick. And so I can totally see them just saying, hey, I had my fun. I'm backing out before this yeah. becomes a felony. 
Jack's friends don't believe that he was hacked because nothing else nefarious ever happened with his emails or his other accounts, but there is an example worth kind of mentioning that does support the idea of a hack posthumously. Um, after journalist David Carr passed away, for example, his account was very quickly hijacked and turned into a spam bot account. So it's not unheard of. I mean, this obviously doesn't read like spam. It doesn't yeah. feel like spam. And also this person isn't a journalist or someone who is in the public eye necessarily. But it at least stands to reason that, you know, it your ha your account can be hacked very quickly after being hands off. Or even like at the, at the time of recording this, the Twitch thing just recently happened. Yeah. So you never know when there could be a major leak on any email service or yeah. any website that suddenly just, it just gets opens out yeah it just opens your account to being taken especially if you have the same email for every <laughs> destination which is not wise but this is 2011 uh cybersecurity was definitely not super strong right exactly i mean look at now right like twitch stuff like it's a huge company amazon mm -hmm. and then like someone got the source code <laughs> someone somehow got deep enough to get all this information yeah yeah so uh, you know it's it's totally possible and i say hack i think hack could you know I, I, I we always say hack now but yeah. i'm built on the days of hacking being like i'm in and you're like yeah. coding something really fast or whatever um but hack just uh, just a frivolous way to say maybe he got fished or maybe yeah he just was careless with his password dude i remember being on forums and like online games you know club penguin for example i don't remember all the names of the ones yeah. when i was a kid but um, where people's names, like Puzzle Pirates, people's names would literally be like, pass is Apple Pie. And so if you put that in, and then you put Apple Pie as the password, you're in. <laughs> like, they would put Weird. their name and, like, their password in their name. Because, yeah. like, no one really cared, and no one really thought about it. Yeah. And, and But now that, you know, flash forward a few years, a few decades, you know, you've got way more things on the ele yeah. electronic realm. you got just, bank accounts and all your whatever. I just imagine... Young Trevor, right? Mm -hmm. Club Penguin. I never played Club Penguin. I'll be real. I don't know much about that. He's just. He's still, I played the my, crap out of Puzzle Pirates. In my mind, he's still there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is that really your password? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let me try that. I disappear from the dance yeah. floor. And then, and then the other penguin goes, wait, what? Huh? They, they do that thing where they shuffle back and forth. They go, what? And they disappear. God. And then they come back and they're doing my dance. They're like, yeah. it was his password. <laughs> like, could you <laughs> yeah. Now I'm past. Is that? I don't pie. even know Club Pink, if Club Penguin has a club. I just assume. I mean, it's I in just, the name. It's dude. in the name. There's got to be at least one club, right? Oh man. Um. Well, the last theory I think is super worth talking about because honestly, when I first heard about this in my college years, I was so fascinated by this. It was pretty fresh on the mind, and uh, and you know, I, I tend to be a skeptic in the daylight and uh, a believer in the dark. So the last theory that we're going to talk about is that this is actually what happened, that this was a paranormal event, and we are witnessing perhaps for one of the first times, or at least one of the first documented times, mm -hmm. ghosts crossing over to a different frontier. I mean, it's electronic, but it's still physical. And so it stands to reason, especially mm -hmm. for those who believe that ghosts could move into this new realm, much like humans move into space and the ocean and explore right. everything they can. Why wouldn't ghosts do the same? I mean, you have to ask yourself, what's the intention of a ghost? Why do ghosts exist? What is their purpose, etc.? Right. 
and does the electronic platform, I guess, right. does the internet facilitate that? I feel like if I was a ghost and I was haunting through electronics, I'd be a bougie ghost. Ooh. Only haunting Talk you through. through it. Like like I'm only gonna hit up my friends with OLEDs. You know oh. what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna make an appearance. What is this? A CRT? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's like if I'm gonna make an appearance, I want like those <laughs> nice black levels and good contrast. Right. You, you know what I'm You don't wanna like, be like when you show up on the TV screen, you don't want your right? image to be crushed. Like if I'm gonna you don't be blown out, if, you know? If, if I'm gonna talk to you mm. through your headphones, it ain't gonna be AirPods, bro. Right. I'm I want that seven point one like round. I want like, you. Yeah, what? What was that? Yeah, some sort of glitch. I don't know. I guess I was in Discord or something. This takes so much energy. Because I mean, yeah, whatever it is, you know, it, like it stands to reason that it would take a lot of energy to to communicate, right? Because yeah. like. When you talk about EMPs and you talk about batteries being drained and you talk about the atmosphere being cold, all of these standard ghost hunting uh, pieces, right? the idea is that they draw on electronics to then, or energy at least, mm -hmm. to, to build it up enough just to have one burst of communication. And so to do that in the electronic realm, I don't know if that takes more or less or however, sure. but you know, yeah, you want it to be, I'm, uh, you want it to be efficient. You want it to be like... I'm not going to put all my eggs into this like bad microphone, well, bad exactly. audio. I mean, like it, you know, it's a, it's, you know, it's definitely a joke, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if I'm definitely like, if, if I pass away and I'm trying to reach out to Jackie and I really want it to stick, like, I don't want people to be like, ah, oh, man, it's just uh, the, the audio quality for those are a little weird because they're cheap. So then yeah. that's why like you might've heard something, you pick up something else. Or like, yeah, it's a CRT, so like those just those are old and they just get really weird sometimes. Right. Someone uh, drops a magnet on you and you're just gone. Yeah. What now what if you were a ghost and you were relegated to speak only from drive through speakers? That's wild. Hello, coming from space. Can I have a, can you have me out here, please? <laughs> yeah, we're just like Uh what? Uh, yeah, I don't know what that was. Like the other person's like, yeah, well, that was strange. Anyway, yeah, like, like, damn it, that was ten years of yeah, energy. Yeah, it's like, did you want fries? Help me! Help! The world is gonna end. <laughs> um, that would suck. Yeah, that wouldn't be great. But that might be more cost efficient. It could be. Maybe it takes less energy because, like, now we're thinking like video game. Why are you, logic. Like, why are you looking at it? It would cost what? What do you mean cost efficient? Well, like, if it. If he's it, crossed his arms. He's all judgy. No, he's right just now. so judgy. I'm curious. Man, just so curious. judgy. I'm going to lock you in a closet in a haunted place next week. <laughs> <laughs> that is happening. That is not a joke. It's terrifying. Um, I'll be like, just... I told you I made a promise. <laughs> Um, um, you mean like your, no, your I mean, energy expenditure? Like, yeah, yeah. Someone's exactly. car dies right by the speaker. It probably yeah. like look if if we're going with Trevor's like uh, cost the energy theory mm -hmm, here, mm -hmm. then like you know, something like a Tesla would cost a lot of energy. You know, a little drive through speaker, not much. A, little, yeah. a security cam, or like an older security cam, probably pretty easy. If you're gonna go to like some. High def 4K, or I don't know what the resolution is on a red camera. Depends. IMAX. Oh man, IMAX like got to be expensive. That's why I see. That's why when you see ghosts or like like on the movie or in the lens, it's uh -huh. always older stuff, not like 4K. It's expensive. Right. Oh yeah, it costs 
decades worth of energy. So they yeah. haven't built it up yet. Exactly. Yeah. 4K is newer technology. They haven't built it up yet. Like I mean, you imagine George Washington's been spending this whole time like just, just waiting. Just I'm waiting. gonna get in one of those and then Nolan he gets films. caught in 4K. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're just watching Tenet, and then, suddenly, and then suddenly, like on the screen, you see I'm George Washington, and then he's gone. <laughs> like, what? Does anyone else see that? What was that? <laughs> Nolan's like, I didn't put that Is there. Is it like a director's cut? <laughs> he spends 200 years of patient energy on. I'm George Washington. <laughs> Actually, while we're talking about this subject, you know, ghosts talking through phones and speakers and whatnot, that actually happened to my sister. At McDonald's? On her phone. Not at a director, but on her phone. This is like two years ago, three years ago. Super recent. It was super recent, yeah. She was on Uh the phone with our dad, and they're just, you know, having the having a conversation, shooting the breeze. Uh Uh-huh. And then in the middle of the conversation, the line started cutting out. And so she he was breaking up on her end, and then it she lost him entirely, and then she heard a woman's voice say, Help me, and then the line was dead. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that gives died. me the heebies jeebies. Oh, that's weird. Because when you started talking about the phone, the phone cutting out, I'm like, oh, maybe there's like a cross signal. That's so what I was you thinking. caught like a piece of someone else's conversation. But if it just said help me, yep. that's right. too that's precise. all she heard. Oh, that's goofy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Woman's voice said help me and then the line died. Yeah, no, like if it was just like and then pick up the piece, <laughs> it'd be like, okay, yeah. that you know, the yeah. airwaves are mixed up. Yeah. Whoa. That's strange. And then Dude. she just ignored it. She was like, oh, weird, and just went about her day. Sure. But then she was talking to... Uh, oh, no, there's more. She, the next day, the she was talking to her dad, just, and she was like, hey, the you, the line got all weird. Like, I heard a woman's voice. Like, what happened? He was mm-hmm. like, what? No, I didn't hear any of that. The line just died for me. Oh, so I he, was, he, he was disconnected. Yeah, he just she got disconnected. She was heard still the connected to something. Yeah. That's wild. That is crazy. Dude, that gives me goosebumps. And you yeah. held that info from us. That's insane. How dare you? I was... I. I brought it up though. No. <laughs> you brought it up after you hit stop on the recording. Yeah, yeah you know. Uh, yeah, that's weird because like, and I don't want to add another half hour to the episode or whatever. But you know, that that reminds me that you know Neil is a, is an editor here at Rooster Teeth, and we've had a bunch of other people that I've seen whether on Reddit or just here at the company. But like, people have had moments where their Alexa is being really weird. And I don't mean weird like it's saying non sequitur things or it's not responding or it's doing like a typical like, oh, I get it. It's just like a software glitch or it misunderstood me. But saying like but saying really sinister stuff just arbitrarily, just out in the open, not being talked to silent room. Suddenly the Alexa comes on and says like, you know, like the plan is underway. I'm just making that one up. But but yeah, I, I don't remember exactly what was happening with with Niels in particular. But like I've seen, I've seen like clips online of that happening. So like, oh, Fredo, yeah, you might be onto yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, ghosts might be stepping their way, stretching their Dude, legs into. There uh, you go, man. All these, weird all these tech savvy ghosts. Let me tell you, that's true. You know, maybe it is that like you know older generations just can't be speaking through the tech because you know they're yeah, just not familiar with exactly. it. I already struggle. With with like swapping to an Android, I go. I can't find anything. I just don't know. <laughs> Meanwhile, my brother's like, I was born by it, yeah. molded by yeah. it, and uh, and so maybe that's just what it is. It's a generational thing. Oh no. And that's if you want to attribute, you know, the soul essence to like the consciousness, and so you retain memories and whatnot. Like, there's plenty of theories around that. But, ooh, thank you, Christian. Yeah, thanks that for the wild story. 
I it blows my mind that that happened to her, and then she just went, oh, weird. I'm huh. gonna make a pie now. Just <laughs> went about her day. Just paid I'd no be looking mind to, to see it. if like anything comes up on the yeah. news I, or. Yeah. Oh my god! I wish that like obviously you can't just record that in the moment, but that's so weird. Oh, blew man. my mind. Yeah, I, it yeah. was a horror movie come to life for me. All right. Well, let's dive back into the idea of this being paranormal because author Dean Koontz had had a similar experience. He received a phone call. Uh, I don't know if you know Dean Koontz. He's kind of very prominent in the horror genre of authordom. Uh, He writes very much like Stephen King, I would say, uh, very much up there like that. He received a phone call one time from an unknown person who was urgently telling him to, quote, please be careful. And when Koontz asked who it was, the person on the other end repeated what they had said, right? They just repeated, please be careful, and then hung up. Uh, He said the voice sounded just like his mother who passed away 20 years prior to that event, which is very strange. Days later, while visiting his father in assisted living, his father tried attacking him with a knife and the police were called. Kuntz was able to take the knife away, but when the police arrived, they believed that Kuntz was the one who was doing the attacking uh, because he had the knife in his hand. Oh my goodness. Now, that aside, Kuntz believed that the phone call was made to him to warn him. It told him to be more careful and that maybe it could have been his mother trying to warn him of that situation to come. This experience that I'm describing inspired a very similar scene in the novel, Mr. Murder. Now, it is worth mentioning he is an author and this is his job. And, you know, you think of The Shining and you think of the hotel. You and I actually went to the the hotel. uh, mm -hmm. We went to the what amounted to be the Overlook Hotel. Right. uh, Now called or I mean, in real life called the Stanley Hotel. uh, Named, I I think, after Stanley Kubrick, who directed the movie. But. The whole point is we we saw the room that Stephen and his wife, Stephen King and his wife, stayed in and where he was basically the last couple to be there before they closed for the winter and that's where the story was inspired by, et cetera, et cetera. Very awesome location. Very spooky hotel. Yeah, but the, the whole point I'm getting at is when it is your job and when tourism and money all follow the story that you say, like people go to this hotel because this is where the movie was inspired by. Uh, you have to look at it and take it with a grain of salt, you know. And so, yes, while this author might have had a, this ex, this experience, I don't want to discount that. It is worth thinking, you know, at least. Right. Was it for business? Was it uh, exaggerated for the sake of? I mean, when, just as you were telling me that story, I was just like, oh, my God, this is so interesting. Like, it's it's engaging. There's an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's also an author. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough to get over that. Right, for sure. It's also tough to get over like the vague warning of "be careful," and there's, then there's, and then I you're mean, like, you can... "Who is this? Be careful, hang up." Like, I would say, like he got the message. If you're the mother in this particular instance, spend that last three word energy on mm-hmm. being like, "I'm your mom" or "I'm your mother," and then hang up or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got the message across, but now it's just an open ended warning that could apply to any anything that happens in the next couple weeks is going to be attributed back to this. Warning. Right. So, I don't know. I find this kind of stuff very fascinating. It does but seem like it's his father could have pre-existing conditions and stuff sure, like that. Sure, right. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know if um, he's tried before or right. if he was in a state that day mm-hmm. and showed signs and symptoms. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many things that could uh, attribute to that. Right. But it is worth mentioning, though, and we're not going to go into all the different details and stories out there, but... There are people, many people across the world who have had similar stories, similar experiences where they feel that some kind of paranormal experience or connection to a lost loved one came to them. 
It's just interesting to me to see that first step kind of, maybe not first step, but one of the early steps into this digital realm. I think it's so fascinating and it will be very interesting to see over the course of you and I, like our lives right. as stories like this to continue to develop. I mean, we joke about it, but I genuinely believe before you know, I close my eyes for the last time that I will hear a story about how a Tesla took someone somewhere that they didn't intend to be at, or they fell asleep in their autopilot Tesla in the year 2045 or whatever car. Yeah. And, and they showed up at a destination that they were like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, took them to like, how did it know that I used to live here? Graveyard or, or somewhere they right. lived or a haunted place. Or, or what's, what'll be stranger is if it discovers uh, a missing person. Right. Or a missing place. Like, I, I guarantee this is going to happen in our lives. And we're going to look back on this moment and be like, ghosts are starting to Damn. enter a new frontier. <laughs> you know, that'll be that'll be weird. That would be wild if it had discovered a missing person. Mm -hmm. Holy hell. Because we've already got, we've already scratched the surface. Right. We have this email here. It's another we've level got, there. We've got um, what was that app again that we talked about? Randonautica. What's yeah. yeah Randonautica. We, we got WhatsApp out there. That's just <laughs> weird in general. Um, <laughs> no, but like with Randonautica, that was a whole episode that we talked about how this app supposedly dug into like right. random number generators that were based on like atomic structure. So they were purely random based on a few inputs from the user would then take them to places where people have found dead bodies. They have found very strange scenes. And, you know, however you want to cut it, you know, if you want to believe, uh, like sometimes I, I tend to let my mind go to that that yeah, place. Like wander it, there. It, it could be just like us scratching the surface of exploring a new realm of the paranormal, which is just very fascinating to me. Because as, as skeptical as I can be most times, I just, I love to let myself go and let yeah. myself believe in these things especially when it's late and it's dark i i super don't like big open liminal spaces that are right like dark and you can't see around corners and stuff mm -hmm. like that's the worst see as much as i'm a skeptic when it comes to like these types of mysteries and more like the horror genre or the thriller genre i i tend to like let myself run wild when it comes to like sci-fi stuff mm -hmm. aliens monsters well, in closing on the Jack Freese emails, it's worth mentioning that the friends spoke with Jack's mother and ultimately they decided that they didn't really care who sent the emails, how or why or whatever was behind it because nothing continued. It didn't seem any yeah, anything nefarious or whatever. Uh, and the mother was quoted as saying, think what you want about it or accept it as a gift. And to his friends, it was just nice to still have a connection with Jack somehow, whether it was actually him or friends of his, family members, or a hacker, whatever. It was just nice to have one last breath of their yeah. of their friend before it went on. And and the fact that it didn't go anywhere darker or sinister or anything like that, I think it's kind of nice to at least leave Definitely. it there. And uh, but man, this was a very interesting case. Not a whole lot on it, as as you know, uh, task force. But we would love to hear your theories around this, or if you have heard of this story before, or similar stories. Or maybe you've experienced something yourself. At some point, I would love to kind of maybe do an episode where we explore uh, maybe hauntings or paranormal or supernatural experiences from you, Task Force. And you can let us know by emailing us, redweb at roosterteeth.com, if you ever want to give us those, if you're comfortable with that and you want to give us permission to to talk about them here on an episode. I feel like that would be a really fun kind of yeah, thing to explore. Yeah, like a bonus episode or something. Yeah, too. just because, uh, you know, I this is just one of the many core pieces of DNA behind the, the show, which is, I just love ghost stories. 
believe it or not, you know, kind of thing. Ripley's Believe It or Not was a fun show to yeah, watch. It and it's like, even if you're a skeptic, I or even if you are a super believer, regardless, like I just find that kind of stuff so fascinating, so intriguing. Because as much as we believe we know about the universe, there's still so much we definitely don't know. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe the paranormal is just part of that. True. We don't you know, know I mean? a lot about the ocean. That deep. Maybe that's where sea. the ghosts are. <gasps> Atlantis is just a ghost city. That sucks. Oh, is that underwhelming? No, just if it was just like a place where all the ghosts went. I mean, that'd be cool, but like, I mean, a civilization of technology underwater sounds pretty dope. Like a Wakanda, but underwater. But then, like, Namor rolls it. <laughs> Namor? Namor. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I know who you're talking about. You'll, you'll, you'll know who Namor is in, in, in the Black Atlantis Panther, episode when we. 2023 year. And Black Panther. Oh, okay. 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 All right. The Submariner? No, no, no. You'll know. Mm hmm. Uh, I don't know that. Uh, yeah. He's an ass. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. This has been the Jack Freese episode. If you haven't already, again, this is a shout out to our Halloween special. It's just a one off. We're you know this is an audio podcast. Uh, we have you know photos that we sometimes post. Whether you want to watch it on our YouTube channel or the Twitter page at Red Web Pod. Regardless, this was a fun one off that we're about to. We haven't done it yet as far as the recording of this episode. So I'm really excited about it. But by the time that you're hearing this, it will be out. There's a visual component to it. And we'd love to have your feedback on it. If you want us to do more stuff like this, uh, please let us know. And we will capture all that and put it into an organized pitch so Christian and I can try (laughs) to go make this happen. Uh, Whether it is the same subject matter, right, ghosts in the haunted realm, or maybe just like we extrapolate this kind of in-person stuff and go explore San Francisco to try to find that key. Ooh, I like you know that. I mean? The other part, I think I'll hire like a stunt double or something. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm the stunt double. <laughs> uh, but with that said, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next Monday here, Fredo, for another mystery. Bye, everybody.